0: grab your weapons. your weapons, but first kiss your kin.
1: Welcome <laughs> to episode fucking 13. <laughs> Yay. Episode Yay. Oh, 13. 13. Okay. Everybody When's ready he... to play? Hey, wait. That's I a bad know. number. No, What's going to happen? Luck. 13's lucky.
2: 13's oh, no. Lucky. 13's we're all going to Unless yeah. we're in an elevator, we might have to just remove that episode completely. Hmm. I'd oh. live on the 13th floor. <laughs> <laughs> I would, too. Yeah.
3: Yeah, why not?
4: The 13th floor I... still exists just because the change of number doesn't mean it's not there. That's
1: yeah, true. that's true.
2: Yes, it does. I'd we're prefer not. it to be like not half. Like, just almost like a half floor. Oh, like, we uh,
4: was that adaptation? Yes.
2: Like yeah. a crawl space of
5: No, no, just I mean, nothing? like, you know, you yeah. can
2: stand there, but you don't have the full ceiling. Yeah. It's like a five-foot ceiling. Yeah. Oh, okay. You just got to cut it. Yeah. It'd be perfect. Your
5: neck would hurt.
2: <laughs> or you'd have th- to walk a little bit shorter. I mean, I could
1: walk I just up. get my legs short. <laughs> <than you. laughs> <laughs> oh. All right, let me introduce our players for episode 13. It's actually a full table tonight. Uh, so, yeah. starting to my left here is a fine-looking gentleman named Neil. Neil, who is your character? My character is named Derek. Derek is a fighter
6: guy. A
1: fighter guy. With a sword. In and shining
6: armor. In shining chainmail. He's a bit of a badass fighter, right? He's a badass fighter mm. with a howdy-doody... How do you do? All right, all right.
1: And next to Mister Neil, there is uh, our friend Adam, the youngest at the, tato, in the table. Potato, the potato. Uh, tell us about your character, there, Adam.
3: All right, I am playing a druid, uh, Circle of the Moon druid named Pyrus.
1: And uh, Pyrus was the brother of your previous character, right? He
2: is. Yes. yes. Okay. And what class was your previous character? <laughs> Shut up. <laughs>
3: <laughs> he was also Circle of the Moon. And um, a druid. A and a druid, druid. Right. yes.
5: Huh. You're really stretching your character. <laughs> <laughs> if you didn't get to play him enough, okay? I didn't get to play him for
1: very long. Come on.
2: That's true. It was like and
1: three like, episodes. Am I correct that you now <laughs> both
2: share the same animal companion? Yeah,
3: but yeah.
1: Yeah, a couple of episodes it, ago, you rescued, uh, what is that bird's name? Uh, Aether. Aether. Yeah. Uh, that was last
3: episode. Wait, no, I was say that
1: was a couple episodes already.
3: No, that was uh, last episode. No, there was
1: one before. Was that, one oh, before, that was I'm the one before. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh sitting next to Adam tonight is our friend Tash, hi, who is a ultra runner but also a and d player. Yep. Tash, tell us about your character.
4: Mm, I don't remember. He <laughs> 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 is uh,
0: Esten Vane. Let me look a, at my own uh, game sheet. Swashbuckler Yeah, he is. At, yeah. And, okay.
4: Uh you just told him everything I know. <laughs> oh, perfect. So, yeah. You know.
1: Did uh, did Esten sing like pirate songs on ships and stuff like that? Like, do you have any sea shanties? No, say, please no. tell us you gonna sing? <laughs> I
4: didn't bring my tin whistle from uh, our Christmas special. So. Oh no! Right. Does he so, look like Johnny Depp? Um, I don't. I don't think so. I think huh. maybe he thinks he does, All right. but I think he doesn't.
6: Okay.
1: I think he looks more like Keanu Reeves. Oh, in my mind, yeah. on Point Break.
7: Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. I could okay.
1: see that. Interesting, but darker. Huh. Darker.
2: Yeah. Like, is in his kung mood. mood.
1: Uh, the loud one on the far end of the table is Kyle. Kyle, quietly tell us about your character. <laughs> Hi. You
2: he said
6: is, quietly. I- Stop it, you're turning up. me on. <laughs> Kyle was just on Tinder.
7: Milo's going to give you some <laughs> A- <laughs> <laughs> Milo's going to give you some A's. Oh, no, no. Some
2: what? Wow. What did you just say? I was trying
7: to think of ASMR? Oh. No. Yeah, not anus. <laughs> Two different things. Two different things. That's, yeah. that's a little different. I mean, Milo, <laughs> Milo will do just about anything drugging, for, uh, so. for, Boy, for, yeah. first, for his drugs, so I mean, you never know, mm, really. Yeah. Wow. Oh. Uh, oh. Anyways, all right. So yes, it's it's Kyle here playing
5: Whoops. Milo. Um,
1: <laughs>
5: all right, I'll and, stop and <laughs> next to Kyle is right. uh, Dwayne. Dwayne. I play uh, UC uh, Focure. Uh, he is a sorcerer and a Goliath.
1: Very cool. And Usi was kicked out of his tribe, right? Or not kicked out. They sent him on the... They sent him on a mission. A mission that could never be completed. Never be solved, yeah. He was tricked. Mm. He was
2: tricked. Yeah. Terrible family.
1: Uh, and finally, we have Rob playing Beira, right?
2: Yeah, that's right. Tell I'm playing uh, Hexblade Warlock. And ter- speaking of terrible families, I, I <laughs> adventure <laughs> with my brother out. <laughs> <into the water. laughs> <laughs> Zynga. <laughs> <laughs>
1: What about your brother? I, I, I venture,
2: venture with my brother, Derek. Oh, 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 I thought you speak. meant
1: like your brother. I thought you were going to talk about the other thing in front of you there, from oh. your real brother.
2: Oh. Well, I mean, brother-in-law. Well, um, oh, I, I guess I talk about that. Yeah, we currently have a, a curtain fumble dice tower. So, um, we'll be using that maybe sometimes here and sending photos of our um, random dice rolls.
1: Yeah, we'll get uh, Neil, who mans our Twitter account, to it's share already some up of those. There. Oh, you already shared
6: it? Already Twittered Oh, shit. By the it's time you listen to it, it's, it's out.
2: Yes.
4: Interesting fact it only rolls Nat 20s, apparently.
2: Yeah. yeah, so far, well, the majority he, of dice out of there a, has been My 20s. brother-in-law is an engineer of sorts, so he probably engineered it to roll in that 20s and only that. It's probably got a
4: hidden one in there, and when you drop yours in it, it kicks another one out. That, it's like weighted that only exactly. lands on... Wow,
2: that's pretty yeah. impressive, <laughs> considering I swap dice all the time. <laughs> all right, and I
1: am Gavin, your Season 2 Dungeon Master. And tonight, I think, um, yeah, I already said it was Episode 13. So let's give a quick recap on our previous episode. I think you guys had left... Prudentia, you're heading to the city of Ketitora uh, in search of these glass spiders uh, because Black Rabbit, as you know, uh, had fallen into sort of like an undead sleep or um, uh, unconscious sleep. And Mama Fade had said that you were going to need this rare poison in order to for her to create the antidote. And someone in Ketitora was going to have the... Um, Know how on either to source this or, or where that you might locate it.
6: Are they all sleeps unconscious? Are they? You <laughs> no.
7: What? They're not? So that's actually kind of brought me to uh, what I was sorry. ask. Sorry. Sorry.
4: Who let Kyle be a oh. wizard?
2: I wanted, okay, that's a good so question, actually. I was
7: doing some research on this over the over um, since, the, since our last recording. Moving and on. I wanted to actually get some clarification on this because. I'm still actually honestly confused by this that as a wiz, as as an elf right um, it says in the book that I only have to sleep four hours and that I gain all the same same thing that a human would over eight so would that not mean that all of my spell slots and everything else would regenerate after four hours instead of eight hours
2: um, if you look into the magic area of the book it does clarify that you need eight hours of rest um, no matter what not sleep but rest full action to so yeah your so
4: so elves can be like basically awake. You're you're like meditating. Yeah. You're sitting in exactly. a corner, breathing yeah. deeply, so staring yeah. at nothing.
2: Yeah. So as an elf you'll meditate for four hours. They don't actually sleep, they meditate for four hours. Right. But then they have four hours where they can read a book, do something restful. If he was going like I'm gonna go chop wood for four hours, he's not getting his spells back. Yeah. So it's it So has you to still need the full life. eight hours. So it basically you just... means
4: you get to be on watch at all times.
7: That's well that's what I was kinda of wondering. <laughs> does does yeah. that mean that somebody like as, as an elf, I could say, Okay, well I'll take watch.
2: Yeah. Okay. Yeah, watch is considered a restful action, um, but if your watch is interrupted by, let's say, a bunch of wolves chewing on your leg, you're not going to get your rest and get your spells back.
1: Yeah. Okay. That makes uh, sense. Okay. So basically, every character always needs eight hours to get. You always their stuff need your eight hours to get your yeah, stuff. Back. Yeah. Of rest, not necessarily sleep. Yeah. Depending on the character type.
6: All right. So we're in Ketitura. Uh
1: Yeah, you're in Ketchdora, and you guys had just finished trying to chase down this little goblin who had tricked you into some gold and scurried off. Uh, a couple of you had realized that he has uh, the ability to wield magic, um, much to your dismay, and uh, I think you were kind of in the, um, one of the, the further districts, like you ended up in one of the housing districts in Keditora, sort of like down a back alley where you had cornered him. Uh, so that's where we're going to pick it up, uh, where he just went out of sight.
2: Now, if I remember correctly, I had cut him quite badly with my Shadow Scythe.
1: I believe he did, yeah he, was, yeah. he was, like, hit points away, few hit points away from death.
2: I mean, is there, like, a blood trail that we could follow?
1: Yeah, uh, you can make a survival check. Can I also make one? Yeah, for sure. So remember that this is a sand That's, city, so there's a lot of, like, um, <laughs> it's not smooth stone be.
2: cement, right? I feel like I'm on a 2 or a nat 20. Wow! Because <laughs> it fell underneath the tray and got stuck there on the ooh, 20, ooh. so it's, like, sitting like this. Uh oh. I, I, I would vote reroll if it wasn't yeah. on a for sure number. Once again, I did it again. What the heck? <laughs> this dice tray maybe flawed a little Throw bit. Throw it harder. Seventeen. Seventeen, okay. And with with your
1: modifier? Yeah. Okay. And twenty three. Twenty three, wow. So um Vera and Pyrus, after this guy had taken off, uh quickly rush up to where she had last struck him with. Or hex blade, uh, and can clearly see a bit of uh, blood trail um, going off in the direction that looks like sort of out towards the outskirts of town. Um, as everybody's kind of looking around, trying to gain some intel on where this guy has gone, you kind of hear this clattering sound, um, and as you turn around, you can see a group of uh, what you'd imagine to be Kedatorian guards approaching you. Uh, At a a rather quick pace, Um, the one up front is quite large, doesn't look terribly happy with you. And as they come into view, though the sun's kind of glinting off them, uh, you can see that they're all actually wearing glass armor. Um, So, like, their their chest plate, uh, the leg plates, and their helmets are all sort of like this glimmering, uh, heavy-looking glass. And the one points, like, at all of you, just looking around, he's like, what is the meaning of this?
2: What is the meaning of all this?
1: Look at all of this, all this stuff. What is the meaning of this? This is a humble and quiet town. Filled with thieves
2: that have stolen our stuff. If you were doing your job properly, you would have protected our cot. That's exactly what we're trying to do. How do we know you're not the thieves? Because we rode into this cot, into town with this cot. Your gods had taken inventory of everything we possessed on our way through. And what about all of you?
3: We are all travelers.
1: Yeah, we're We're all travelers together. So you're telling me you just brought your cart into
2: this back alley and started— No, we stopped at the inn, and some little goblin thief tried to take it. Shocked that none of your guards had done anything about it, we had to take pursuit on our own.
1: And uh, he looks over his shoulder at the one guard, and he says, You, go to the inn. I'm guessing the salted uh, pig, right? Yeah, yeah. Fine. Hey, you go speak with her. I want some confirmation on that. Very well. I would like to see inside your bags, please. Now.
2: Why on earth do you want to see through our belongings?
1: Because I want to make sure that you are not the thieves that I am after. So you can either give them to me or my guards here can take well, care of it for you. Was
2: something else stolen other than our car
0: and all our belongings?
2: I'll
1: <laughs> let you know once I've looked at your bags. You here's, have about three my, seconds.
0: Here's my bag. You can look at my bag, buddy. Okay, but while this is going
1: it. on, can I try and kind of like back out through the crowd so that I'm like in behind everybody Uh, you can try but there is five guards standing looking at all of you so if you want to attempt it go for it Uh, he looks through your bag hands it back to you thank you very much you're welcome just don't touch anything under there sir he's looking at uh, Derek you put your hand on my bag and you lose that hand sir as soon as you say that um, (laughs) oh no (laughs) no no, you hear like something out from the other side someone step behind out from behind him and you hear, Derek. And what leans out is uh, a familiar face to you, a familiar face to you. It's uh, Richard, actually, your ex, oh, your ex-husband. <laughs> what the fuck are you doing here? Oh, <laughs> uh, I should be asking you the same thing. I didn't know you were from Ketitora. Tora. Well, ain't this all awkward?
7: Well, then, uh, are you at least going to give sir, him a if hug? You, if you'll uh... excuse
1: me, yes, of course, please.
6: May I see your bag. You you may not see my bag, and in the meantime I'm busy talking
1: to this motherfucker over here. He draws a sword off of his back and he says, I'm gonna ask you one last time. Is this Richard drawing a sword? No hand? no no. Richard went behind.
4: I'm gonna step in between and <clears throat> hand him hand him my bag. Here, here, sir, you thank, take thank a look you. through this. So, Perfect. It was turnip. I'm sure you're familiar with turnip, huh? I don't know what a,
1: I know what a turnip, turnip is, yes. The little
4: goblin guy runs around pulling scams on everyone.
1: Go, is you're this the goblin you you're guys, speaking of? How could yeah, you be yeah, the guard this town
6: and not be familiar with turnip? Is the guard distracted with him right now? Yes. I'm going to quickly sidestep and run around and try and catch up to Richard.
1: Okay, sure. Um, yeah, give me a quick uh, dexterity check. I have to do it with disadvantage so we're chainmail oh, okay I didn't do very well eight eight you just beat me uh, so he, he goes to grab you but like you flatter away and he's distracted with the rest of these people and he's like the goblin talk more about that there's been a recent goblin coming to this town he's not from here what was his name turnip mm-hmm. turnip is
0: what Tur- he called himself yeah. turnip. people at the pub seem to know him as turnip and you put, his ha- put your hand in his bag and you got like cool shit
2: that was an illusion
0: <laughs> oh, yeah. Very well, very well. Your bag is
1: fine. Please, you, over in the far end there. The bag, please. Uh, you catch up to Richard, and he's just sort of pacing off.
2: Now, before you go between all our belongings, you've always searched two of our, my friends here, and were are the victims here. Don't you think that you should be sitting there and, you know, protecting our assets? being Little
1: lady... How do I know that you're not the thieves? You can say that all day long. I personally Check with don't get a shit. You just can let me look town. at your bag and we can be done with this if you are, in fact, uh, innocent. Very well. Can I see? Oh, you've already what? seen your bag. I your already bag,
0: showed you buddy. my so, bag. Yeah, I'm going to hand in my bag. Well, this
7: distraction was happening. I've yeah. still
0: got one. Not two sides. I've you got know. one dose
7: left of my um, uh, my blue stuff. <laughs>
6: you exactly my, my, frost, my about frostbite about on me? illegal drugs yeah, that yeah my, my
7: frostbite oh yeah um, and since I know that it's an illegal drug right mm-hmm. I don't want to get caught with it um, with all the commotion going on I want to I want to reach in and grab my little baggie out and try and shove it up my ass <laughs> Whoa! That is that is there are, uh, that escalated quickly. There are other places like you
2: can five put guards. it. guards. Okay. I'm a drug addict. I
7: know where the fuck this shit goes.
6: Would you
3: make like some a, Griffin
6: grease?
0: I think you're
3: supposed to put it behind your eyes. There's make, make five guards standing
4: check.
6: around us. You're gonna have to roll light that. Wouldn't it be wow. slide of finger?
3: <laughs> Slight
1: of ass. Slight of anus. Uh, Channel six. Fourteen. <laughs> Fourteen. I'm going to roll on his perception. Plus, for all You are so lucky.
7: <laughs> oh, yes. Awesome. Okay. So
1: he, he's busy yelling at everybody, uh, but you, uh, Derek catches up to Richard. He's not far off. He just sort of like turned around and kind of paced backwards. I'll just put my hand on his shoulder and say, what are you doing here? Oh, Derek, this is, I, I didn't want to bump into you here. I'm sorry about all this. Is, is she here? She is. That's why I'm here. Kaylin's here.
6: i feel like i just learned her name (laughs) i only saw her ass last time i saw her (laughs) Wow!
1: (laughs) Um, how
6: close are these like
4: can we hear their conversation
1: uh i don't think so they probably like they're probably 20 paces behind uh the other group of guards okay the bags are goods um Tell me a little bit more. So this, this goblin, you went, to, you went to the salted uh, pig, or sorry, the no, dry he, pig. He
4: was on us right as soon as we came into town. Yeah. He, he tried to stop us and was trying to get a ride with us and selling, selling us dips into this magical bag that he had. He was
2: begging, trying to peddle his wares, and we took pity on him, gave him some of our gold so that way he would have something to eat here in town. Hmm. Came to his inn that he did suggest to us. To get some supplies and a place to rest. <coughs> leaving our cart outside. Well, Upon I am stepping sorry. stepping outside, it was stolen. Here it is, with all our stuff thrown about.
1: Well, I am sorry. We have had some issues with thieves lately. Specifically, we've had goblins that aren't normally in Ketitora. This is a new development for us that have been looking as if they're merchants but things are going missing or they're poking around places that they shouldn't be. So we have been asked to... As the phrase goes, shoot first and ask questions later. So I don't mean to insult you. Thank you for your patience.
4: Well, Well, now we're following their blood trail. Mm -hmm. If we find him, we're cutting off his arms. I
1: think before we do anything, we should go and see Lord Elric. Uh, He will want to know about this because this is the first attack that we've had from these goblins. We've been trying to figure (coughs) out where they're coming from.
2: And this man here is your boss? Lord
1: Elric is the Lord of Ketatora, yes. So your boss? He is Lord of Ketitora, yes. Elric
4: von Sorensen. Elric von Sorensen is correct. Yeah, that's
1: who we're looking yes. for. We need to we speak came to him here. anyway. Good. Well, then, we are happy to escort you up to his palace. Does he have a washroom there? <laughs> <laughs> we'll be walking past the salted pig. You're welcome to stop in there. I'm not sure Maybe. Elric wants
2: you sure. in his... Yeah, just, just a washroom. That's fine. Fine. All
4: right. Get a large glass of prune juice when you go in there.
2: Milo, you doing all right? You're looking a little sweaty. Um, uh, I'm good. This does it heat get to you, son? Ah, uh, stomach's not feeling too well. I told you not to have that extra glass of mead. Well, all right. uh. well, let's go see this, Elric. Uh, I'm a little concerned that this goblin's getting away as we speak. As you can see right here, pointing to the blood trail. He's not far from here.
1: I think if we were to follow him right now, that's likely a trap. They have been. That's not the only goblin that's been in town here. They's probably here for a reason. If you follow him unprepared before Elric knows, we may be in a world of trouble.
2: Sounds like you'll not need a bunch of adventurers to take care of your goblin problem. Just a goblin.
1: We'll see about that. Uh, Richard, coming or coming back to Derek. <clears throat> I meant to tell you that I, I was going to be here, but you left in such a a, a fuss, and I, I understand why. But why are you here?
6: There's no matter me telling you. You like to have a beer with me later?
1: I, I would, yes. I, I feel like we do have some things to talk about, but um, you should understand that things around Kitetor have been a little a little sensitive lately with uh, with these goblin raids going on, or goblin spies coming in, and and uh, just thieves and whatnot poking about that were never here before. Ketitor is a the city of glass, a quiet place, and, and all of a sudden we have these issues going on ever since the water started disappearing. So, I, I would just say you mind your business. You know me, I'll probably end up killing a bunch of them goblins. Uh, we've all been hoping to, that's for damn sure, but uh, Elric has us just Standing down, asking questions for now. Well, all right, then. Where's the local pub? I'll meet you later. Well, let's just... Uh, we'll meet up at um, the Salted Pig. Or the Dried Pig. Salted okay. Pig? I think it's Salted Pig. Okay, I'll call it Salted, because I keep saying Salted.
6: <laughs> okay. All right, I'll go join up with my party.
1: Men, you there. You pick up the cart, bring it over to Elric's uh, storage stable there. Uh, you... The group of you, your cart will be fine. Uh, they'll have it left to Elric's. You can follow me.
2: Be careful with that, boys. Have some sentimental value. To that Did you cart. need
1: something out of the cart?
2: No, just be careful with the cart.
1: Yeah, don't break it.
2: Might not exist anymore.
1: Uh, so you guys make your way up towards town. They they just kind of gather around you and, you know, make light chatter as you work your way up. And people have sort of kind of like gathered around to sort of look. It's just, you know, the workers and their, their leather, leather aprons and whatnot. Um, but it doesn't take long before you see uh, the um, a very tall building. And as you approach, it's uh, quite a bit more intricate than all the other buildings, obviously the palace. And as you push up towards it, you can... Uh, see that you're going through like what would be the military military ward like there's more like kind of bunker housing uh, much better put together uh, guards that look like uh, are guards but they're off duty they're not wearing their armor and they're just pushing about uh, and as you come up to the gates there's this much larger not not quite a palace per se but it's like quite a large manor and all the windows are very nice they're like the the stained glass um, everything in here is like almost... <laughs> it it just came to my mind here like imagine um uh you know the movie frozen like elsa's castle like all the the ice, but not it's not made of glass but there's a lot of it right i mean you're in the city of glass right now um i have never seen that movie i can play the same song on the tin whistle i have have three kids i've seen it so many times (laughs) um yeah so uh you you start approaching um what do you do are you just going to continue in, let him guide you up front, or?
3: I see we just let him guide us. Is Milo
1: still with us, so... or
4: did you go to the pub to poop?
1: Oh, we could just say that you, yeah. like, ducked out behind. Yeah, <laughs> Ducked out and behind really quick. He, he's, he's brought up the rear. Yeah, literally. <laughs> <laughs> wow.
4: And we all take D4 psychic damage. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: Milo's Milo's waddling a little bit as he gets back up to the group. Um, no, 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 no. So this gentleman pushes in, and uh, he meets one of the uh, guards at the front door and just kind of gives them the nod, and he says, the group of these uh, these folks need to see Elric. says, very well, opens up the door. And you go in there, and it's quite a grand place. And um, out in the entrance is uh, actually another familiar face. You probably only recognize her ass, uh, Derek, but... Um, <laughs> <laughs> Richard is sheepishly looking at you out of the corners of his eye as Kaylin Von Sorosen is standing in front of you um, and she's just watering plants uh, at the moment but you would clearly recognize her as uh, Richard's girlfriend. Is she like royalty? Uh, you, have, you didn't know her backstory. You don't know right. what about her. but
2: uh, Excuse me, sir. Before we leave your company, what was your name? My
1: name's Olin Hardcastle.
2: Well that's a mouthful. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna say it's like I give can him give him
1: a you a mouthful if you'd like.
2: Not right whoa, now. Whoa,
0: whoa, whoa, whoa.
1: <laughs> I'm whoa. gonna say it's a walk in. <laughs> Kaylin. These uh, these folks here are for here for your father, please go and retrieve him. Uh, yes, of course. Uh, and he goes up and, or she uh <gasps> oh, scrays up oh, the stairs. Oh man. And uh, that he's bitch. <laughs> uh, quite a large fellow comes down and he's got like very nice coats quite long he's got a cane um he's a little bit older but you can you can tell he's quite quite a hefty guy and uh he, he sort of approaches the top of the stairs and says what is the meaning of this uh visit to my palace derek's gonna take a knee
6: as he's used to doing with royalty in and, and the military your highness we're here for an audience with you
2: what are you doing on
7: the yeah. floor, brother? I my, was just look, look at him just up and down. I'm
1: gonna reach my mom out. hello, sir. <laughs> He's at the top of the stairs. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm yeah. gonna wait. Well, I appreciate that uh, gesture. Thank you very much. Yes, sir. All of you, now please. Uh, you have my attention. Why are you here?
2: We're here about your goblin problem. And furthermore, we are here to speak to you about a certain type of scorpion that inhabits the deserts near here.
1: Scorpions, and he you can see he kind of like looks down and glances to Kaylin and Kaylin kind of um, brushes her hair behind her ear and kind of takes off up the stairs after hearing that and uh, you can tell there's something like she's just a little distraught um, and he said uh, perhaps we should um discuss this in private and he 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 comes down the stairs and kind of shuffles you guys off into a side room it's it's a little bit more of a seating area
2: Is there a problem with your daughter right now.
1: Uh, please let's in into the room here we can discuss it there um and uh he glances over at uh the, the one gentleman by the door there and says a, a few drinks if you could please and he he gathers you and he's like I'm, I'm sorry about that my my daughter her her mother was killed by one of those glass scorpions and it's pretty recent she's still not uh she's still dealing with the problem uh with the uh the pain of that recent loss you understand uh i didn't realize you were here for the glass scorpions and any way I can help, I'm more than happy to.
2: How does a scorpion find its way into your chambers? That's the thing, is that
1: her mother was uh, her mother was uh, a a regular out towards the the Ta Temple, used to deliver their food to them, to the monks there, and that's where these glass scorpions had started to appear, and last thing we we heard there was a, a, a thunderstorm came in there, and she never came back with it. She was found dead. Hmm. How do you know that it was the scorp- last scorpions that killed her? By the monks reporting it. Were there,
7: and I hate to pry, but was there like was there obvious bite marks on her body or? Uh,
1: it was an obvious sting. Yes. Hmm. Oh, sorry so how about your loss? Well, thank you for that. I appreciate it. Uh, Drinks are here, please. Uh, It's a fine brandy that we make here in Ketitora. Uh, Drink up. Uh, It is safe, I I promise you. And he takes a sip himself. Milo just chugs it right back. May I ask
3: where you're from? We are from the town of Prudentia.
1: Prudentia. I know it well, yes. Okay. And so you're here for these glass scorpions. That is an odd request. Well, a friend of ours. She's
6: been poisoned by one, and we aim to rescue her.
1: We need the venom. Ah, uh, the venom from it. I understand. The only, the only one that knows the location of where this last uh, scorpion was seen is Kaylin. I feel like you're going to have a hard time convincing her to get you to show where that is. What is about she the monks? With Sorry?
2: Was she with her mother when that happened?
1: She was, yes. They would deliver mm-hmm. together.
6: Well, while we're on the subject, your highness, I might say that I have a grievance with your family.
2: Oh my God. No, you don't, brother. Oh You're boy. just confused.
0: And what? <laughs> 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 oh, oh, oh. Oh.
1: <laughs> he puffs out his chest a bit, and he's like, and what grievance would that be?
6: Well, I, I, I hate to be the bearer of bad news, but your daughter done bedded my husband.
1: he is like he's kind of sipping his glass and he just like (laughs) takes away from his mouth and he's like what did you say i said that i I, your daughter done slept with my husband your husband is richard that would be correct richard is my new son well to be son-in-law they are engaged yes i didn't realize richard was i'm confused
6: (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's normal. It that's how it usually starts. People start confused,
2: and then they make a decision later. <laughs> I'm not sure how all this works, but if Richard married into your family, and my brother's still technically married to him, does that make my brother some sort of royalty as well? Here, definitely not. <laughs> um,
1: let me see if I can um, let me see if I can uh, speak with Kaylin. It, I, it sounds like this scorpion problem, this venom, is a, a, a pressing matter.
2: Um, well yeah a little girl is dying about all this But we can sit here and talk about your scorned lover issues if you want to Well I would say
0: that Whoa whoa I, whoa I would I, s- Hey
2: you didn't lead in with that I am
1: sorry to welcome you into my home so gratefully and offer you a drink
6: well, Thank I, you I, for that I, I, would, I would say that should she provide us with the venom that we require That maybe I might be able to forgive her
2: Well ain't that sweet
6: um, Sir what, what,
7: do
1: you, what do you know of the founders of Prudentia? Uh, they're a Trade Town with us. Um, I know the founders are Jane and Oaken and Chadworth. Well, the first two are dead,
2: so it's just Chadworth left, and I'm pretty sure he's the one that stabbed them in the back. Jane and Oaken are dead. Yes. News travels slowly here, it seems. You didn't know that?
1: No, this is news to me. We don't. We haven't traded with Prudentia since the water problem had started. Hmm. So Chadworth. It's not going to get any better. Chadworth
7: took off and, and. not a clue as to where exactly where he went.
1: So nobody's running Prudencia.
2: Yeah. No, no, it's being no. wrong. Just fine. Um, it's a guy. What's...
7: Oh, what was his name again?
1: Vince. Vince. Van. Um, Jacques, actually. V- so Frank.
5: I'll, <laughs> I'll I'll kind of... Jacques, I'll,
7: I'll kind of We left up. Jacques I'll, in charge. I'll kind of step up and be like, my, my name's Milo. I was Chadworth's son.
4: I think you still are, actually. <laughs> well... <laughs> yeah, we haven't
6: killed him yet, just so, so yeah. Uh, I'd say Chadworth's so a bit of a fugitive, really.
7: Before before we left, I... my. Father's right hand man, Vince. I had him. Jacques or oh, Jacques, Vince, <laughs> Jacques, Frank. Uh, I think. Um, I had him look over the
1: town while we were away. If you need, I'm happy to send some guards there to help. We have uh, a few that I could send, maybe four hundred? to six. Oh, that would, no, no, that would be no, that would, not, that would, be, that would be fantastic. Sure, yes. Uh, and Thank he sure. looks over at the one guy and he <laughs> said, "Please uh, prepare some prepare some guards for Prudentia." So you're saying that these goblins here are spies? Well, the thing is, is that years ago, we had dealt with a goblin hovel that was up to the north. We thought it was dealt with entirely. Mm -hmm. Um, We know that a few had escaped, but we thought that they had probably died off in the wild on their own. Goblins, as you know, are pretty stupid by themselves. They need
2: to be in groups. Sometimes. I've met a smart one or two. One missing some arms. You ever see one run away from that hovel there, missing arms?
1: No, I mean... Doesn't ring a bell, an armless goblin, but what, whatever the case, uh, we it looked like they had been dealt with, some had escaped, we figured that they would die off no problem. But only in recent months, ever since this, this water shortage, uh, random goblins that seem like they are um, merchants, or they don't seem to be causing problems, nobody has been able to catch them, but things, strange things going on around town, and I've had my guards not approach them violently,
2: but to keep a close eye on them. I never
6: met a goblin that wasn't worth killing.
2: Well, it's funny you say that, cause I just happen to find these smart goblins around and normally they're pretty stupid, but this one seems to know more than he should, and this one that tried to steal from us and claimed to be akin to that other <sighs> goblin back from Bidentia. You have a goblin in Prudentia. Well, they seem to be popping up everywhere, aren't they? Hm. And what was the name of this goblin? Well, the one that's out in Prudentia is named Trinket and has no arms. That's why I asked. if that's you saw one running around with no arms around. Hmm. And the one here? Oh, I believe he called himself Tonab. At least that's what it said on his bag, but it could be a ruse. Apparently he's a master of illusion. And he... had arms. Very much so. So far. And a turnip bag. He had arms and a turnip bag. I was in an attempt to remove his legs before your gods decided to interrupt me. My gods
1: are instructed to interrupt those who seem to be causing trouble around town. I'm glad they did their job.
2: Well, the goblins stole from us first, and your gods didn't do anything to stop them.
1: Did my gods see the goblins steal from you?
2: Well, no. Apparently they were off drinking. Very well.
1: Good. Good to know. So they are doing their job.
2: Not seeing things that they should be seeing. Out in the public streets i I see that i I understand that's not the job do I
1: you can- want my help or not fear yeah. scorpion?
7: Yeah. fear let it go do you think you could convince your daughter to to speak with
1: us uh Kaylin is a a sensitive woman and um losing her mother recently has uh has distracted her she hasn't been herself. she's been out in the town and just hard to talk to you I'm sure you could understand that if you were to lose a loved one, but...
6: Pretty sure that's how she found my husband out on the town.
0: I'm pretty persuasive. I'll talk to her.
1: Uh, please, I, I think I'll go up and, and talk to her. And he starts to excuse himself. Um, I need everybody to make uh, some dexterity checks for me quickly.
4: Okay.
1: That
2: didn't hit the dice tray. Seven. Natural 20. Wow. Oh.
1: 21. 21. Okay. Natural seven, 10 seven. total. Natural seven. <laughs> I got an eight. Okay. I Six. got 12. 12. So anybody that's 16 or over, Elric stands up and you know, he takes a sip of his, uh, his brandy and places it on the table and goes to excuse himself. And off to the West side of the building is like these nice, uh, stained glass windows. And all you hear is, Moments before this happens is guards yelling and you just hear incoming and then like and this huge boulder comes like barreling through this glass and smashes down onto the table. Anybody that didn't uh, roll 16 or higher uh, is going to take bludgeoning damage. uh four I'll just say four for everybody. Oh, uh as this thing just crushes in here and pieces of shrapnel go flying everywhere. Elric uh goes run it like he sees this, he's halfway out of the room and goes running out to the front uh and just starts barking at some guards. Uh
2: what do you guys do? I run um, after him. Me too. And I'm going to summon a shadow weapon.
6: Okay. I'm going to say sir, you have my sword if you need any hands.
1: Oh, he's already gone. It's <laughs> turnip. It's turn up. <laughs> turn- turn- Let's go get turn up. <laughs> I'm just you trying to find have my battle my music.
5: Sword. <laughs> how, how big is the how big is the boulder? It's about the size of you. Oh, it's about okay. so yeah, it's a big thing. Yeah.
1: Wow. Uh, so you hear more clattering now and guards yelling. It's like incoming goblins. Uh, you can kind of like hear muffled yes. sounds. Uh, Vera, as you come out um, to your uh, to the western area, you can see that like people are starting to rush down like these thin alleys of like these. Um, Uh, sandstone buildings rushing up and the guards are like, go, 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 like pushing them past. You've got a group of guards pushing up on the front. Uh, Give me a quick perception check. What's every... uh, Derek, you were heading out with Veyra as well, right? You can give me a perception check as well. Derek's
6: feeling like he's getting ready for battle here. Two. Two? 22.
1: Uh, 22. 22. so you were going out with Vera. Yeah okay, Vera, you're looking down the alleys and you can see the people rushing. Derek, you have moments as you look up and you can see just a group of shadows on the top of some of the taller buildings starting to draw arrows, Clearly goblins uh, hooded um, and they're about to fire down on you and the rest of the guards here. What are you doing? I told you goblins weren't
6: worth trusting, and I'm actually going to shield Vera with my shield, like just her you know have her behind my shield. okay. So they they shoot with disadvantage.
1: Oh natty twenty. Oh, oh disadvantage. disadvantage no. my, oh. Oh. 15, uh, 16 17. <clears throat> that misses me. Oh, but it was for oh, Vera.
2: Okay. Yeah. Um, I'm debating whether I'd have my shield out right now. Probably uh, not. Probably not. Yeah, I <laughs> think yeah, it like 15, coming out right now.
1: Okay, so uh, four points of damage, uh, piercing damage. This one is these arrows uh, sticks into your side or, or catches you off guard. How long um, has it
2: been since our encounter with Trinket?
1: Uh, You guys had... You went in there and like had a bit of time with Elric, so... Because it's
2: been over an hour. I mean, turn up.
1: Turn up, up, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, I would say it's been probably over an hour, yeah. 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 Yeah.
2: Just checking if I had
1: my Um, shield and things still
2: up.
4: So from where this boulder came through, can we see... Out of the building and see what's going on. Can we see that there's goblins attacking and on the rooftops?
2: Yeah, and- yeah. Now
1: you can see some of the buildings okay. and stuff. It came up pretty high, so you can see the top part of the buildings. You could probably yeah. see some of these goblins, uh, these archer hooded archers firing down, but I don't think you could see below that. You're just seeing right. rooftops right can, now.
6: Can we enter a building and start making a way up the stairs?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Uh, yeah. Up in front of you is like some of the housing district. Yeah. And imagine like the movie Aladdin, where you got like the lower and yeah. then the like ladder and then the top.
6: Yeah, Derek's just going to charge headlong into the first building. And as he's running, to, you know, to, and me need to go up the stairs and get yeah. at these goblins. yeah. And as he's running away, he's going to say to
2: Vera, I told you should never trust a goblin. Okay. Can you just shut up and kill yourself some goblins already?
1: <laughs> Everybody give me a quick initiative roll just so I know where to start. And then I'm just going to go start going around. Just give me the highest number. Oh. No,
0: I, got,
4: I got 13. 14. 16. 14 as well. All right. Okay.
1: Let's okay, so we're gonna start with uh, Derek. So you make it up uh, into this building. It'll take you two move actions yeah. uh, to get in the building, get up to the top. Right. Your head peeks out like over this latch, uh, and there's three goblin archers distracted, firing down on some of these guards. Um, I'm just gonna roll for the guards quick. Uh, so they manage to hold up their shields, <coughs> much like what uh, you did in the last episode. They yeah. kind of like make a wall with these glass shields, and you just see like ding, 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 and like right. other guards coming in behind them, and they're like behind the shields, deal with the archers. Uh, Adam, what are you doing? I am
3: wild-shaping into a spider. Okay. Um, and I'm climbing up the wall. I'm trying to stealthily get to them, to the goblins up okay, on Okay,
1: on the one building that uh, Derek's going to. Yeah. Okay, sounds good. Uh, you can take your full move action and be there next turn. Uh, Esten, um, so you're still standing in the building. You can see the archers outside this shattered glass. Yeah. It's starting to like fall into pieces out towards you. If you get too close, close to it, it's probably going to you know potentially fall on top of you. Uh, so you can either approach that, shoot for the goblins, or...
4: Um, being that we're in the castle, would there be any oil lamps or oil sconces nearby?
1: Yeah, there's... Um, so on the far end of the table uh, would be one that they use like to light for dinner, uh, but yes. it's not lit now.
4: Okay. I'm going to grab it and light it and,
1: and get ready to chuck it. Sure, yeah. I mean, it's... Th- the length of the dinner table is not far, so you could still chuck it on your turn. In the same turn. Yep.
4: Yeah. If there is it a reasonable distance to chuck it to like where they are on the rooftop,
1: or should I do I have to climb up there? Um, the rooftop is pretty close to this building, the one that they're currently on. Yeah. Uh, not the one that you're not the one that Derek's going to. Uh, but yes, yeah, so you could probably. I mean, you're gonna have to make an athletics check to see how yeah. if you can get it that far. Okay. But
4: Yeah. That's what I'm doing. Cool. Um. Oh, where did my dice go? Was right there. (laughs) Uh, That is a fifteen.
1: Fifteen will do it. So this thing comes hurling out of there, uh, shatters the glass, shatters, and all you just see—it's all like a molotov cocktail—and boom, these guys start rolling uh, around. And um, two of the, or one of them, uh, hits the ground quickly, starts rolling around. Doesn't take much fire damage, but the other is going to take the brunt of it, uh, taking three points of fire damage as they're just like engulfed, rolling around, completely distracted. Milo, you just saw this thing go flying out of there. Two of them are on fire. What are you doing? How many? How many are there total on this rooftop? Uh, the rooftop that you can see with
7: Esten is three. Okay. Uh, so. I'm going to
1: run off, like, is there is there a balcony or anything like that where, like, you can run to and I can I can look out and I can see them? Uh, if you peer up through the glass of the building, you can see there's a balcony in the level above you, but there's no balcony on the level you're at. Where Kaylin had gone okay. upstairs, where Esten had come from, is, is it, a balcony. Is it
7: far enough away that it would take my full action to run yes. up there? Yes, yeah.
1: Okay, that's fine. I'm gonna I'm gonna run up the balcony. Okay, so you're gonna start sprinting up towards the direction that had Kaylin had gone on yep. the west side of the building. Okay, yep. uh, you come up there. It's a large room. Uh, it looks like. Um Elric's room. It's sort of like the big uh, bed with like you know the drapes and stuff. But you just bust through, not paying attention to any of that, and come out onto the balcony. Uh, Out there, you can see that there's three buildings that have three groups groups of goblins on. Derek's on top of one. One's on fire, and then the furthest one still has guards firing down on it. Uh, Uzi, what are you doing? Was there a table where we were sitting? Yes, there is. Uh, Now missing a fire lantern, apparently. Uh, So I want
0: to I want to push over the table to make like a barricade.
1: Nice, I like it. Okay.
0: And uh, I'm gonna take my crossbows out and to uh, shoot at the ones that are on fire
1: sure so the ones landed prone right now but you can shoot at the other one okay i'm
0: gonna do that okay go ahead i got two shots uh 14 and a seven nice uh 14 will hit seven will not he's gonna take five yeah, he's gonna take five five points of damage. <laughs> oh, I like the Uzi. Oh, he got a five <laughs> points of damage. Sorry. <laughs> uh,
1: okay, so that one, uh, you shoot him, and the other miss because that one, your first shot kills him, goes straight through his neck. He was already on fire, somewhat damaged, trying to put it out, and he just drops dead, hits the ground. His bow falls to the ground, and he collapses. You still see the other one on fire. Nah, I uh, got one.
2: Vera. Uh, yeah, th- these uh. Man, these goblins, are they trying to target anybody specifically, or are they just kind of going willy-nilly shooting everybody? So you can, initially, you see right now, uh,
1: people rushing past you. Uh, the glass guard's trying to, like, block everybody. The goblin archer's on the rooftops, but you haven't seen anything else yet.
2: I'm just wondering if they seem to be trying to take out Elric here. Elric?
1: Uh, you can't tell if anybody's targeting. It just looks like they're firing mayhem on these guards.
2: Okay, I'm going to reach over and take uh, Elric by the shoulder, and I'm going to cast Darkness on myself. Nice. And just whisper to zia the- Stay close to me and you'll be all right.
1: Oh, thank, thank you. Is Dark, can he hear?
2: He can hear. It's just all of a sudden just, I'll say that, and then all of a sudden, poof. Just blackness all around. Okay, nice. Um, it's a 15-foot radius around us. Guards, I'm going to uh,
1: uh, disappear with this, this lady here. You push forward. We're going to,
2: uh, where are we going? We're going to go up to save your daughter.
1: Very well. We'll be, protect the entrance to the palace, please. Uh, so you're taking him your full direction yeah. okay yeah i'm just sounds leading him
2: up there but basically it's just this dome of blackness around us so it okay. can't be targeted and
1: okay but they could see the blackness they can
2: see a giant orb of blackness okay
1: whooping. yeah sounds good um these guards are going to lift up their shields and push forward uh against uh the crowd and um, start firing on some of these goblins. Uh, The one is uh, too distracted with his shield. It's like they're just all aiming at him, so he's having to block. Doesn't get a good shot off, but the other does and manages to do not a whole lot of damage to him up on the rooftop that Derek's on. So you can see them firing on these goblins on top. Two have gone down, Mm -hmm. some are on Mm -hmm. fire. You're on the rooftop with three that are untouched. Okay. So they had their back to me, right? Because they're firing below? Yes, they were distracted, yeah. <clears throat>
6: Derek's going to use his move action to charge at them with a shield. He's, are they, how close are they to each other? You know, like
1: arms distance apart, like arms reach?
6: Okay, I'm going to attempt to knock one of them over the ledge of the roof, bashing <coughs> with my shield. Okay. So that's my move, my attack, and then I'm going to use Axe and Surge okay. to swipe at another one with my longsword.
1: Okay, I like it. Um, give me the roll to bash over the uh, edge. Let's just do it as an attack roll. What's my modifier on that with the shield? Uh, with the shield uh, for the attack would be strength. So that's 15. Uh, 15 will do it, just. Uh, okay, so the one goes flying over the edge. The one glass guard that had been blocking the shield sees this happening and runs up to him, and as soon as he hits the ground, drives a sword clean through his head. He's dead. What are you doing with the other Next ones?
6: One. The other one I'm just going to pivot around. Okay.
1: And long sword right to the head. Okay, uh, give me a roll. 15. 15 does it again. Okay, so give me an attack. Oh, damage roll, I mean. A six. A six. So you manage to slice this thing. It hits the ground, landing prone, and is bleeding out heavily. It grows to grab your da- his dagger uh, and slice at you with his last bit of breath uh, and probably misses with six. That's <laughs> and nice. it just clings off, and you see him like look at you like, ah, and, and drops a dagger and dies. Adam, you're up. Or uh, Pyra, sorry.
3: Okay. Okay. Um, I am climbing up to... I'm just, like,
1: climbing up the wall to where uh, Derek is. Sure. There's uh, only there's... one more up there, right? Yes. He managed to throw one over the top uh, and just kill one. There's one other. Okay. I am
3: wrapping my jaws around his neck. Okay. Um, I'm assuming he's turned toward Derek now. Yeah, they're focused
1: on Derek. Yes. Okay.
3: So, uh, will I roll with advantage then? Um, As I'm, I'm trying to... I don't I...
1: know if you're going to surprise him. Like, there's battle going on. I think at this stage, they're all, like... You know, just because you're behind okay. him, I don't think you have advantage. No. Um, can I try and approach him stealthily? Um yeah get, okay give me a quick stealth check yeah. and if it's above 15 I'll say he can have advantage. Okay well I get plus 7. Actually I'm going to roll his perception. How about that?
3: Okay sweet. I should have said. Oh, um, I, I rolled a two, but I have plus seven, so nine.
1: Oh man, I got uh, with his perception. He's only got uh, actually, it's minus, so four. Oh sweet. <laughs> yeah. oh, okay, sweet. So I okay, meant, so you'll have
3: advantage to attack him from behind. Go ahead. Okay, sweet. I am yeah trying to wrap my jaws around him as a spider. And, as a spider, like yeah. wrap around his neck. Okay, and then like lift him up and drop him off the
1: edge. I like it. Go ahead.
3: I rolled two fours.
1: Wow. Okay. (laughs) So you managed to actually get this guy into uh, your grip, uh, but he starts uh, slashing around. Um, So you can either take the action to throw him over while he's slashing around, likely taking damage, or release him and let him drop back down unharmed. What do you want to do? Oh, I'm throwing him over the edge. Okay. Uh, so you're going to take uh, three points of um, uh, piercing damage as he pulls his dagger from his side and goes to slash the inside of your mouth and you throw him over the edge. Uh, he goes tumbling to the ground and that same guard sees this guy come falling over. And he's, he's almost just like waiting on this rooftop, like seeing you guys throw these guys over and just another one right through the guy's head. Uh, Esten, you've seen that these guys are bursting into flames. Two, uh, One's now dead thanks to Uzi. The other is still burning, but he's landed prone. You can barely see him.
4: Is it at all reasonable that I could jump from a balcony onto this other building with a, like, where these guys are up on the roof?
1: Reasonable enough for a roll. Okay. <laughs> Athletics check.
4: <laughs> Acrobatics?
1: Yep. Acrobatics, sorry. Uh, 18. 18, wow. You actually managed to do it without impaling yourself on the glass. I like it. Uh, so you, manage, you come running across, kick some of the glass out of the way that w- probably would have stabbed you, get a good foot placement, and launch up to this roof, get a handhold, and pull yourself up to the top.
4: Awesome. So I'll run up to the guy that's prone with, uh, what's that thing called? Katar in one hand in my offhand and Rapier in my other and just try to run him through with the Rapier. Nice uh,
1: advantage because you got, uh, he's prone. He's also going to take one point uh, D4 of fire damage. Three, wow. Um,
4: so that's uh, 21. 21
1: definitely hits, yeah. And then I'll... Um,
4: one to eight plus three, but I'll also get a sneak attack because there's no—he's the only one left, right?
1: Uh, no, there's one other. So you've killed the oh, one. Okay. There was two on top there.
2: But anytime you have advantage, you also get your sneak attack. Oh right, do right now. Nice. Okay, yeah.
1: So the other Sorry. is uh, okay, running at you right now. Uh, his dagger drawn.
4: Um, six.
1: I'm just gonna write down this passive mod before I forget. Plus three. Eleven damage. Nice. Okay. Yeah. That he collapses uh, with the the guy that was landed prone. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what does that look like?
4: I, yeah, just run, him, run up to him and uh, run the sword through his guts and then put my foot on his body and kind of kick him off and pull my sword, my nice. rapier back out.
1: Okay, yeah, this flaming body, just like spraying with blood, goes tumbling over the sides. Uh, and you hear like screams from the bottom, like, oh my gosh! <laughs> uh, okay, um, and you were able to uh, attack the other one or No.
2: His own nope. bonus action. Oh, yeah, yeah, the
1: yeah, offhand. Often, yeah. yeah, yeah. So the other one was running at you. He's on you right now, five feet for sure.
4: Okay, so I will just uh, yeah jab at him with this uh, pearl Qatar.
1: Okay, sounds good. Go ahead.
4: Um, yeah. No, that's a uh, seven.
1: Okay. Yeah, you go. You back. Try to backhand after the guy swirls around. He sees you coming as the back uh, or over your backhand, dodges out of the way and goes to lunge at you with his dagger. Uh, Probably missing with um, uh, 12 on that one. Or sorry, not 12, 10. Yeah. Uh, So he goes to jab, just sticks into your leather armor. Um, Milo, you get up to the top of this balcony. Uh, Give me a quick perception check. Mm -hmm. Wisdom. Yeah, Uh, so 13. 13. You can see off... Sorry, I've
7: got um, plus three on that as well too. So it's going to be... So 13, 14, 17.
1: Oh wow! Okay, good. good. Uh, even better. So, oh you lock head. up. Are you are you at fifteen or higher? <laughs>
7: yes, I'm above. I'm above fifteen. Okay, yes. good. <laughs> Your math is so wrong there, but uh, <laughs> um, yeah, I I, I just always thought I'm like, wait a minute, hold on a second. That no away. I did not count that right. Like, Thirteen plus three does okay, not so. make seventeen, but I'm, I'm okay with this. <laughs> That's right. I'm going
1: to take off my sock and I'll count it for you. <laughs> So, these guards are starting to push forward hard, and you can see that um, now that the what they were trying to do is get these people out of these channel, uh, tunnels of valleys. And you can see these smaller goblins, smaller than the ones that were on the rooftop, but it looks like, maybe not hundreds, but there is a ton of them, and they are coming at an insane pace, just sprinting down. All of them have these sharp little blades in their hands, and they're just starting to like jump on guards, like five of them at a time, and just start stabbing. Behind them is what looks like a tiny little goblin sitting on the shoulders of a really big fucking gray-looking dwarf. This thing is huge, and he has a big boulder in your hand that looks very familiar to the one that just came crashing through the glass uh and off to the distance from the east that you didn't see before until you got this height advantage is another guy another uh dwarf close to the same size uh and he's barreling in uh at like an alarming rate what do you do
7: i am going to cast something that i've been waiting to cast for a while okay and um so i'm these
1: guys are a ways away by the way the ones that you see the goblin on his shoulders like the um we're, we're talking like way off in the distance you can see them approaching but you see the small gullons. That's that should be that should be okay okay um, so
7: you are going to see milo um, come up to come up to the balcony and he is going to cast something called i i can't i can't say this right fent fent force phantasmal uh, phantasmal force okay nice um and what it does is, I craft. I craft an illusion takes root in the mind of a creature that you can see within range. Oh, cool. The range cool. is oh. sixty feet. Oh, range is sixty feet. Range okay. Is sixty feet. Okay. okay. Yeah. Um, so the, tar- the the target must make an intelligence an intelligence saving throw. Um, the phantom includes sound, temperature, all other simulations. Um, basically, basically the target thinks the phantom is real. It will rationalize with any logical outcome. Okay. Right. Um, and through a I don't, know if this, I don't know if this counts for D&D, but through a quick little Google search, goblins are apparently terrified of horses.
1: I like it. Let's, let's so, go with it.
7: So you are going to see Milo start, start swirling his hands around around and up in, the, up in the, well, as far as the goblins are going to see, up in the sky is going to be a massive giant pegasus. Oh, my God. And this pegasus is going to start flying down like it's coming down to attack all of them.
1: Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. nice. I like it. So you're taking your action to cast this thing. This, everybody yeah. sees like, that. that uh, does it actually cast a shadow? Let's say it casts a shadow. It's, so everybody looks up. Um, this casts a huge would... shadow.
2: I do of... want to make note, the spell is singular for what it can target. So one goblin will see this. Just okay.
7: one. Okay. Yeah. Um, am, I, am, I, am, I within, am I within range of the one with the big rock?
2: No,
4: no, no. Uh,
7: that's not no. a goblin.
1: Uh, that is a gray dwarf. 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 dwarf if you want to get technical about it. I don't. Mm.
2: So the difference between phantasmal force and a regular illusion is that the phantasmal force can actually hurt something or a normal, normal illusion can't. Which oh, okay. So he's why not why making an illusion. Individual. Yeah. Oh, so it's basically, it's okay. in his mind, but their mind is screwing with them so much it's, that they're actually getting So it would be like a, a psychic okay. damage.
7: Okay. Yeah. No, that's okay. I can, I can still work with that then. Okay. Because um, my, my, I'll just pl- play it up differently. then. So then my idea would be to... Um. What, whatever, whatever. Um. Goblin is on the rooftop with the most amount of other goblins. Yes. I want to hit him.
1: Okay. That's the far roof. Nobody's touched the. Okay.
7: So my idea there is, is that by doing uh, doing that, as far as he's concerned, this pegasus is coming to attack th- to okay. attack him. So he's gonna start freaking out and start yelling at everybody else that this pegasus is coming to attack them. <laughs> okay. And my hope is that, they, that the rest of the other
1: goblins are gonna be like, "What the fuck are you talking about?" and freak out and run. But, okay. I like it. Um. <laughs> Let me give him a intelligence check, which is minus one. Oh, natural twenty! I shit you not. What? Oh. Okay. Well, he, he's still gonna see it, but I was like, I was rolling to see on how much he freaks out. Well, uh, so apparently the way it's written in here is this, is that you have to make a DC saving throw.
7: Oh. Um, okay. Well, and, <laughs> and so 20. if you would if you would have rolled anything under 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 twelve, yeah, for basically all intents and purposes, that goblin now thinks that this thing is completely real. He does okay. not distinct, distinguish any difference between it being real or fake.
1: Okay, uh, but he does, like now. He kind of figures it out. So you like this goblin starts freaking out. He's backing up. He drops his bow, yeah. and you can just like hear him yelling something. at goblin like <laughs> and like he's backing up, backing up. Uh, and the other goblin like walks up to him and just fucking backhands him. <laughs> um, so you have the benefit that two, yeah. the two are, are uh, distracted right yeah. now. Uh, but that's it. They, there was uh, like no other benefit to it. Well, that's, uh, you okay. do have a move action though. Um. No, I'm, I'm not going to move. I'm going to stay where I am for right now. Okay, you're going to stay yeah. where you are? Yeah. All right. Um, I'm going to need you to make a quick dexterity check uh, as um, uh, the other goblin fires on you after seeing you casting this at that one. Okay. Uh... Oh, sorry. That was supposed to be an attack check. He's firing at you. Uh, what's your AC? My head's... Oh, uh, sorry, 11. 11, that hits. Uh, okay, so you're casting this thing and an arrow catches you in the side for two points of piercing damage. Uh, just as you manage to cast this Pegasus, you just feel like, the, like off into your side, Uzi. What are you doing?
5: Um, I'm going to push the table closer to the broken window. Right.
1: Uh, the window's a little more open now, thanks to Esten jumping out of there. You can see a little bit more down onto the streets. These goblins starting to pour down the alleys.
5: Okay. So I'm uh, as I as I uh, go uh, closer to the window, um, and I would obviously see um, Esten over on the other uh, building, yeah. and I'm going to shoot at the goblin that's uh, right next to him.
1: Okay. That's the last one. Uh, go ahead.
5: Uh, I got a three and a nine, so my modifiers on that is uh, plus two to the nine, so that would be nine, uh, eleven. Okay, so, uh, I'm gonna so miss, miss, yeah, miss.
1: yeah. Both of those, uh, you managed to hit some of the glass. It's like cleared even more out of the way now. Uh, you can actually start to see this huge um, uh, dwarf that uh, had thrown the rock initially is charging towards the building that you're currently standing in. Uh, but the glass, uh, the arrow hitting the glass, just like sent it off in uh, other directions. You still have a move action though.
5: Uh, I think I'm good where I am. Okay, Vera. Uh,
2: Yeah, so we're heading up these stairs.
1: Yes, uh, you would have made it to the rooms by now, yeah. Okay, um, are we able to see the goblin attack from here, or? Um, I'd say, like, off in the distance, the uh, double doors into Elric's room have been thrown open, and you see Milo uh, standing out on the balcony casting. Uh, He just took an an arrow to his side, uh, but that's what you see. Do I see his daughter anywhere? Uh, Not in his room, no. Where is your daughter's room? The opposite side of the building. This way, to the
2: east. Go to her quickly and protect her. I have to save my friend. here yeah. I was going to say looking at Milo with this bleeding arrow sticking out of him. Okay, yeah. sounds good.
1: He says very well, and you hear him do like a loud whistle, and two guards just come like poof, 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 up the stairs. and He's like, with me, to the east, and they head off into there.
2: I'm going to move over to El Milo to cast him in the Shroud of Darkness and basically to help protect him because he's standing exposed a bunch of goblin arrows okay thank and you. then as an action i'm going to cast eldritch Blast to blast one of these goblins
1: nice okay yeah there's um the three on the back rooftop uh two of them are currently distracted
2: as i look for my attack roll plus six so 24.
1: 24 definitely hits nine damage nine damage is enough to do it with one hit so the one stumbling back thinking that it's a Pegasus, this elderish Bash just comes out, the one's trying to backhand him, and just as he backhands him, like, his head just almost fucking collapses from this hit to him, just like... Poof. He goes back backhand him. He's like, I didn't hit him that hard. And the guy just drops to the ground. Um, okay, the guards are going to start charging down these alleys. So there's three of them. Uh, they split into the alleys and try, try to start flanking uh, some of the goblins, all of them of which manage to do a decent job of using these glass swords that they have. And you just see them starting to, like, mouth them down. Like, these goblins are weak as hell. There's still some jumping on top of uh, the other guys. Um... Actually, one of them does go down. So you see a guard collapse, the other going up the far uh, channel. Derek, what are you doing? So I'm standing on top of a building that's empty now? Yeah, it is. Um, you just saw the other goblin uh, get fried by Vera, uh, mm-hmm. and the last remaining one on there get uh, shoot at Milo. But there's hundreds of goblins on the street below me? Yes, like, just po- like ants pouring in. And how far away is that dwarf? Um, give me a perception check to see if you even see him yet. Nobody's mentioned it to you. 13. Yeah, that'll do it. Uh, So you don't see the one from the east, but you see the one that is carrying the huge boulder, and he's just like running towards the building. It looks like he's going to do another throw. How far away is he from me? Uh, He's probably 60 feet now. (coughs) How tall is the building I'm on? Uh, The building you're on is two stories high. So what is that, 20 feet? Can I jump down on this guy? Absolutely, yeah. Um, He's coming down the alley. He's not quite there yet. He's like behind this group of ant goblins. You might be able to... You could probably make it to another rooftop and then use your move, full move action to jump down on top of him.
6: There's one goblin body left up on the roof. Yes. I'm going <clears> to... <throat> hmm. Yeah, okay. No, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do that. I'm going to use my move action and then jump off the roof onto, on, onto the guy. Onto the ground? Onto the... As
1: close as I can to the dwarf. Okay. Um, you won't be able to jump on him, but you can yeah. jump in front of him. Okay. Okay, sounds good. So uh, give me a quick athletics check to see if you take any damage when you... um, Or dexterity check to see if you take any damage when you jump off the building. 15. 15's good. Okay, yeah, you managed to do a tumble roll using your shield. You managed to crush a couple goblins at the same time. You see this satisfying, like... uh, But a bunch of them just start, like, pouring over you now. Okay. uh, none of them managed to hit. So, like, these things jump on you, and you just hear, like, ding, 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 as, like, you're holding your shield above you. This dwarf is starting to rattle the ground. Like, every step is, like, boof, boof, boof. Uh, Milo, I need you to make a quick dexterity check uh, as this thing throws one of the boulders up top. You're still inside the room, though. You're not out on, I'm on the, the balcony. I'm on the
2: balcony with him, but if he throws at us, he has a disadvantage because he's throwing to a big area of darkness. It's 30 foot. Well, it's 50 oh, nice. foot radius, so 30 feet diameter.
1: Okay, good to know. Uh, dexterity was 13. Uh, Dexterity is 13. Okay, so he managed to clip the side of this uh, balcony, balcony yeah. and it starts to fall, but the two of you manage. You see this huge boulder coming and it just smashes. The whole balcony starts to lean and you both back up into the room. So now you have like the room that you're in, but like no floor out in front of you, just a huge gaping okay. hole where the door was. Okay. Uh, Pyrus.
3: Okay, I'm coming out of my wild shape and I will be casting um spike growth right in the middle of the huge street
1: oh nice i like it okay uh tell me what spike growth does
3: spike growth basically casts um a bunch of like twisting and uh vines that are all spiky and have uh yeah i guess spikes all over them and it's in a radius of what what is it
1: and you're casting this into the middle of the street where the guards were
3: and just kind of in front of all the guards. Okay. So it's radius. like the radius is uh, ground in a twenty-foot radius, centered on a point, sprouts, uh, spikes, and thorns.
1: Sounds good. Oh, so you're basically trying to choke off the beginning of the alley. Yes. Okay, exactly. I like it. Nice. Um, so this, like, these vines, like, start how, and they like grow up kind of around. And mechanically, what does it do? It
3: basically makes it makes the terrain difficult terrain, and every five foot within it, they take. Um, 2d4 damage. 2d4 piercing damage. Nice. Every okay. Every five so, put traveled through it.
1: So a good ten of these goblins just come pouring through this thing, uh, and each of them are going to take four points of damage, uh, barely making it out. They have five points of, or five hit points. Wait, oh,
3: only a four on two d fours? Two D fours? Yeah, two D fours. Oh man. Yeah, that's I hard. rolled I rolled two twos. Oh okay. Oh, that's not too bad actually. Yeah, I was yeah. gonna say that's a pretty decent yeah. Roll. That's not <laughs> a pretty, that's maximum <laughs> that's pretty good. <game>. Oh <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah I, I guess I don't yeah. know. In my mind, it was two D sixes, and I'm not sure why. But yeah, so yeah, you're just gonna see pirates like. Um, his snout's going to come back From the fangs are going to start to dissipate his legs are going to come into his body and he's going to be back into his form nice. and he's going to start twisting his hands together creating a ball of green energy within his hand and his eyes are going to light up uh, green Awesome, and As you're casting these as vines. As I'm casting these vines and you're going to see this alleyway just be completely cut off by these twisting vines.
1: Nice. Okay. Esten, coming to you, you see like pirates casting these vines. It's like starting to crawl up around the building. Goblins are impaling themselves, getting caught up in here. The guards can no longer push through. They, there's this wall, but they're using it to their advantage. They've uh, sheathed their swords and have started to draw fire uh, range with their bows. What are you doing?
4: I am going to uh, pull up my alabaster mask and put it on.
1: Oh, interesting. Because
4: if I remember correctly, it's basically the same as a move Earth spell. Yes. Correct? Um, Hold on.
1: Yeah. I have something for you. Uh-oh. My
4: face is going to melt.
1: Uh, so that is the, the stat card, basically, for your mask. Um, I'll, okay. I'll, let, I'll, I'll I'll jump back to you if you just want to read it. Sure. Milo, what are you doing? Um, so
7: question for Rob really quick. Yeah. So in this shadow of darkness, can we see out, or are we just in complete darkness right now?
2: Well, I can. But no, anybody else can't. Just like how um, you couldn't see out of um, Tasha's old character's darkness. Okay.
7: (laughs) Um, I literally don't know what to do here. I don't really have a move here. I can't see anything. I'm literally covered in darkness. Um, I have no spell slots left. I'm almost dead.
1: Milo's going to sit down. He's literally going to sit down. He's literally just going to sit down. Okay. Um, I'll, I'll say you take the dodge action. So if something attacks you, uh, you ha- it has disadvantage. Yeah,
7: I'm going to just like lay, lay it out pl- prone on the floor.
2: Okay. <laughs> uh,
1: Vera, you feel uh, something hugging your leg around your yeah. ankles.
2: I, mean, I, I can see fine. I oh, see him there. The, I'm going to definitely be kicking him in the nuts on my turn <laughs> as I move off to do things.
1: You can, <laughs> you can do it now. I don't mind. Since, since Vera
7: can see, well, all she sees is Milo. Reaching around. A, a, around, on the, around on the floor and also just <gasps>
4: leg and grab onto her leg. And-
5: <laughs> your foot is now warm and wet. Yeah.
2: As soon as I see her hand getting close to my foot, it's getting like a big boot.
4: <laughs> Keep in mind, he probably didn't wash his hands after exactly. retrieving his... Uh- Vera!
1: <gasps> So, Esten, you, you don this mask, and just as you do, you can almost feel like it pull up against your face. Not in a violent way, but um, it almost feels like your soul like connects down into the earth. It, almost like you're doing like some sort of meditation, and you can feel the earth below you. And as you like kind of move about, you can feel it shifting and moving. What are you doing?
4: Um, so it says I can move an area uh, 10 foot square. Mm-hmm. So what my hope was to do was to essentially create a hole directly in front of this big, huge dwarf dude with the little goblin on his shoulder so oh he God, like falls awesome. into
2: it basically
1: i love it um he's pretty big 10 feet uh actually yeah i mean that would that would cause him to stumble for sure um uh, what was the range? i don't know if i wrote the range Didn't, on it, it, it should be 60 feet say. I think. okay yep uh, but definitely he's only he was only 60 feet on derek's turn so absolutely you can do that um so you cast this uh or you use this to make basically a one square foot or divot in the ground disappear one foot deep and um
4: it says it ten square. It says it can go, move it up to hundred feet.
1: Yeah. Oh, so you're gonna move it, or like, I'm gonna you're gonna, like gonna take a ten it, foot then. square of earth and just yeah. drop a
4: drop it a hundred foot deep hole. Oh. So this guy goes.
1: Oh, plummets shit. into the pit.
4: Basically, make a a pit wow. for him to fall into. You
1: can move it a hundred feet. Wait, no, but there's earth below the ten foot square that you're moving, so that would hit more earth.
4: So I can't just
3: like compress it.
4: Yeah, you down? wouldn't. You couldn't like. So I can move it.
1: You, yeah, you would have I'll, to be able to move a hundred feet of. Drop them in a hole oh, and then I
3: close see. it over them.
1: But you can make a, a hole 10 feet by 10 feet. Right. By 10 oh, feet I see. I see. And like move it or make it dissolve or, or whatever. Okay. Yeah.
4: I'll just make the whole ten feet by ten feet by ten feet and drop him in that. Okay, be, sure, know, yeah. Uh, he
1: so this happens just as he's about to step into it. I imagine you're like timing it perfectly. You're like now, and just as he goes to step into it, he goes fumbling down, and this little goblin that's on his shoulders uh, goes tumbling to the ground. You would recognize him now as Turnip. Uh, doesn't look the same. Doesn't have the same ragged clothing. He actually looks like he's got uh, like sort of a, a purpley um, a cloak on him, and he's holding what looks like a wand is um, this the the one that's in front of me, right? Yes. Well?
4: Okay. Yeah. Um sorry, there's just oh. the other note is that I have to make a DC doesn't say that, oh, a DC 15, 15 con save.
1: Yeah, Constitution or you take 1d4 psychic damage and yeah. you can't use that until another long rest. So give a quick save. Constitution. 19. 19. Okay, so you don't take psychic damage and you'll still be able to use it on your next turn. Oh, okay. Uh coming to Usi, you're standing behind this table firing on these goblins. Looks like they're all dead. You don't see much um, actually, no. You, by now, you would see this huge uh, dwarf that just ate shit into the middle. Actually, let's see how many goblins he killed falling on them. He killed five small goblins as he cru- like Jeez. lands towards and crushes them. You just hear the bone crunching. Uh, he's land prone. What are you doing?
5: So he wants to take the big boulder and roll it out of the of the window. and he's gonna roll it can you not roll it onto the pit that's just gone yeah yeah give
1: me give me a quick uh, well tell me what you're doing first and then we'll do an athletics check to see how well it succeeds
5: okay um so um I I noticed that uh um uh, Easton has, has created this this hole uh, mm-hmm. because I'm, I'm watching him because I'm watching there's another goblin or was another goblin with her So I'm watching him. So I'm, I I see or Ussie sees that this, he's created this big hole yep. and that this uh, fucker's gone into it. Yep. So he's going to take that boulder and just shove it out the window and see if he can land it in the hole.
1: Okay. Like, yeah, it's basically rolling out of it because this thing's huge. Like this dwarf's bigger than you. Yeah, But yeah. I mean, Uzi's a big guy. So I'll say with an athletics check, you can see how well you get it over top of him.
5: Okay, so well I get plus four to athletics, so... Nice, yeah, let's Yeah, see. let's just see what happens. Uh, 15 plus, so 19. Yes. 19, wow, yes. okay, yeah.
1: Uh, so you manage to roll it out the edge, and a lower balcony area that looks like a rooftop, like a storage unit or something like that, it hits that and managed to like get some lift off and make it over the fence line uh, and crash right on top of this guy. Uh, I'm going to say that's like a D <laughs> nice. of damage. It's a big fucking rock.
5: Oh. <laughs> Doesn't do That's a whole lot good. to
1: him Does one point of damage oh. uh, But it is, it is pinning him down He's going to have to use his turn To get this thing off of him Vero, what are you doing? Uh,
2: well, shit First thing I'm going to do is kick this fool <laughs> off my foot That's <laughs> your full move action yeah. <laughs> <Damn it. clears throat> And then I'm going to see my brother Surrounded by goblins About to face off to a giant dwarf yep. That did his- just faceplant With no other guards around sigh as deep as i possibly can in a southern accent <sighs> and then just run right in
1: okay uh but you're currently on top you're on this building second floor so yes. you can jump down well, there's that
2: balcony so they got hit by a boulder and kind of started falling down so i'm assuming it's like almost like a ramp heading downward
1: Sure, yeah. Uh, give me a dexterity check to see how well you ride down that. Oh, are you going to do like the movie, like slide down it? I'm hoping so. <clears throat> uh, that would be 11. 11, yeah. I was thinking 10. Like, I mean, it's, it's yeah. basically a slide, so definitely you basically like, surf down this thing. It's full of dust from that rock hitting it, yeah. so it's mm-hmm. almost slick, and you come shooting down right on top of this guy.
2: Okay, so I'm just going to go down into that horde of goblins, I'm trying to keep my brother outside of the sphere of darkness, and I'm going to start going go nuts with this weapon I have. I got um, a giant metallic chain.
1: Nice, oh man! (laughs) This is gonna be carnage. I like it. Okay, give me an attack roll. Okay, it's just a sea of like pint-sized goblins. Like they look like runt goblins. I rolled a two. Oh, a two. Okay,
2: (laughs) I'm missing my tower already. but I used it for props, so. Uh,
1: Give me, give me a damage roll, actually, and then I can split it between the dwarf and uh, your brother that you're trying to protect.
2: (laughs) I like it. Or that?
1: Sorry, not the dwarf. The goblins.
2: Oh, that'd be seven damage.
1: Seven damage. Okay, so three is going to go towards uh, Derek as you get slashed by this thing. But as you see the chain come whipping across, it's almost like decapitating four goblins at once. And it's just like, and catches you uh, doing a little bit of piercing damage. Well, sister, um,
6: what did I do wrong this time?
2: <laughs> you jumped off a fucking building into a horde of goblins, you idiot.
1: Oh, right. Yes, uh, got a little overzealous. Off to the east, the one, uh, the other dwarf that you guys hadn't heard, you hear the one call out to him. He's like, get Kaelin. Uh, and you see him uh, veer off behind these other buildings and start making his way behind the guards that are currently focused on the, um, the va- uh, vines that uh, Pyrus had made. Uh, and he's starting to beeline to the front door, uh, one that you hadn't seen before. So there's the, the large dwarf that's sort of like face down with the goblins around him and one trying to flank the whole situation and come up the rear.
0: All
1: right. Um,
6: Derek. Okay, so there's a pit. There's a dwarf in the pit. Yeah. And there's a sea of goblins. And is your there, sister. And my sister. Is there goblins between me and the pit?
1: Yes, they're everywhere. They're like, you almost don't see the ground.
6: I'm going to don the mask of wind.
1: <laughs> nice, okay.
6: And I'm going to use it. You tell me if I can do this the first time you Well, just it. read it. <laughs>
1: Maybe I'll, I'll, I'll come back to you like I did with Esten, well, so I'll, I'll jump back if you want. Well, or no, I have, have a vision Oh, you mind. have a vision. Okay.
6: I, I'd like to actually, I'm envisioning blowing down this alleyway of all these tiny miniature goblins and creating like a, a, a massive wall of wind and pushing them hard up against the walls in the alleyway. So it's basically oh. like, you know what I mean? Oh my God.
1: I feel yeah.
4: like that would stink so bad.
6: That would be so. Oh,
4: uh,
2: yeah. Okay. So I can, Anybody I can feel like we're to turning into Power Rangers by all putting on our masks before we get into battle? <laughs> now, it totally. says I
6: can push up to 500 pounds that's a lot right it's a it's a
1: hundred feet 500 pounds
6: yeah so i'm imagining i have got this huge wall of like whoosh yeah you know and and i'm trying to kill a massive amount of these little tiny
4: i'm just
2: picturing skyrim
6: and that just that shout and
2: yeah yeah.
1: totally like (laughs) totally okay yeah so you don this thing and as you do like you can feel like your body almost fill with air like you feel lighter your hair starts like blowing in the wind even though there is an air like in this desert at the time right now it's just hot um and you feel this and then you just like let out yeah, almost like a Skyrim yell and this like echoing wind comes barreling through there. I'm going to need Vera to make a quick dexterity check. Um, I'm also going to give one to the big uh, dwarf who fails terribly. 13. 13, you're good. Um, and you just see goblins like lift up the ground and like you can see them trying to grab onto stuff as other ones come whipping past them and not only they are hitting sides of the walls and like splattering like bugs on like a car driving down the highway but the other ones that haven't managed to grab onto something are like accidentally impaling the other ones that they drive into. Um, It's
6: like goblin shrapnel.
1: Yeah, totally. Uh, This dwarf tries to stand up just as it's happening and he goes barreling backwards and a bunch of these goblins come flying at him with their daggers out trying to stop themselves uh holy shit uh he takes uh, 14 points of piercing wow. damage as these goblins uh are, are basically stuck inside of him like giant <laughs> mosquitoes uh i have Pyrus. to make some sort of a save right yes oh yeah Calm. uh uh depends says, on your. yeah constitution okay. save well, yours was 13 so you're good yeah. oh, two. Two. okay so you're gonna take 1d4 psychic damage and the mask almost just falls off your face like it, it like removes itself Okay. Two points of psychic damage. Uh, Pyrus. Okay. <laughs> so you won't be able to reuse that for until you've done a long rest.
3: Okay. I am taking out my fire mask.
1: Mm. <laughs> everybody Seeing everybody use their mask. Uh,
2: i yeah. as well
0: just get mine, too, <laughs> <with> the water <laughs> one, just so <laughs> I can read
2: it.
3: And, okay, so you're going to see um, Pyrus pull up this mask. And at first, his eyes are going to be black within the mask. But mm-hmm. then they're just going to, like, quickly flash red mm-hmm. and then go dark again. And... You're going to see him, um, he's going to start twisting his hands around again, and you're going to see a small flame appear in his hands. This is produced flame. Okay. And he's going to hold it above his head in both hands, and that little ball of flame is going to start to grow until it's a 10-foot radius ball of flame. Nice. Okay. Above his head. I like it. And he is going to slam this ball of flame into the large crowd of uh, goblins. The
1: remaining goblins? Okay, yeah. I like it. Um... So you'll be able to sh- uh, throw the flame regardless, uh, but give me an attack roll just out of curiosity to see how well it spreads among these goblins.
3: Um, would I add anything to that? With, uh, let's, like do, wisdom? let's do. Let's
1: inte- do. Uh, yeah, wisdom. Actually, no. You're you're a spellcaster. What is your spellcaster? Uh, wisdom. About? Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
3: Okay. Fifteen then.
1: Fifteen. Nice. Okay. So you guys see like. Pyre's put on this mask. Like heat, almost radiates from him as he lifts up this huge ball of flame and just throws it down. Not unlike uh, Wizard's fireball, but a little bit different. As it hits the ground, it just spreads, and you see the remaining amount of these goblins like just start screaming and goblin and like bursting like zits off of something's face, just like pop 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 plop. As they're like popping on the ground, uh, and it's just like a mess of like disgusting carnage and stuff. The remaining uh, goblins that were in the back have just like turned around and completely fucked off. They're heading out like way towards the east, just beelining. Uh Eston, what are you doing? Um
4: I would say from Esten's vantage point, he noticed uh that small group that started charging the castle to to go after um what was her name? Kaylin, uh, Kaylin, Kaylin. Yes. yep so I th- think that i'm going to try to head them off at the pass is kind of my plan
1: okay sure um even though i don't
4: know exactly where they are but
1: were you on the ground though Uh, i was no i'm up on the roof okay good okay yeah so the vines uh were blocking that path um from Pyrus's thing but you can jump down over top of them and make it towards the wall of guards firing arrows
4: could I not jump in where I came from in the castle? Oh, no, that was just through a window, wasn't that it? That was through the window,
1: yeah. I, I mean, you could actually, yeah, you could try if you want.
5: I'll try it. I have pretty high acrobatics. So I'll... Okay, yeah. Make I, I can catch him on the other side if I know that he's doing it.
1: Give me um, a dexterity check to see if you he can help him.
5: see? catch me. <laughs> Come on, big boy. Shit. Uh, <laughs> uh,
4: he's got 12. 15, actually. 12 is what I rolled for dexterity. You have
1: 12? Okay, and what was your 15. So 15 is good enough, just enough to not impale yourself on some glass, Uh, but you manage to knock Uzi down as he goes to like, he's like, Esten, I got you! Uh, And both of you land prone uh, into this kitchen or into this um, uh, whiskey room. And uh, a couple goblins see you doing that. Um, Actually, no, they started running and they're all bursting into flame, so nothing has seen you do that. Never mind. Uh, You still have a action if you want it.
4: Um... Yeah, I don't have the knowledge, I don't think, of where her room is, so... No, uh, just... you
1: would know it's upstairs, because when you walked in, right. Elric was like, and then she, you know, did her hair and, 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 took and off. walked off, so you would know it's somewhere upstairs.
4: I would, I would, I will head in that general direction.
1: Okay, so you're doing a double move action. Uh, Milo, what's up? Uh, So, I'm already upstairs. Yes. Um, Snuggling Vera, from what I remember. No, oh, wait, no, no she's, there's less, there's Vera's she's going left out, so you. So, I can see.
7: Yeah. Um. Okay, I'm going to run ac- run across um, to see if I can run across into into her room. Sure. Yeah. So she- see if she's there. Yeah. Um,
1: right. uh, so your movement is 30 feet. Yeah. Okay, you would be able to make it across the hallway and basically see into her room. Um, and in there you see Elric uh basically trying to protect her along with these guards. Elric has now donned uh some of his uh armor. It's quite a bit more intricate than <clears throat> the other glass armor. It kinda looks like stained glass. Yeah. Um, and Kaylin's behind the three of them now. Okay. Um in that case
7: then I'm going to I'm I'm going to go and like just kind of like stand like stand in front of the glass wall. Um and just put myself at the ready.
1: Okay. At um, the last one. Oh, like them.
7: Like, like, like in front of, in front of them, essentially. Okay, so
1: basically standing in the doorway. Yeah. Okay, um, so you're gonna ready in action.
7: I'm gonna ready. I'm gonna ready in action. I'm gonna grab my,
1: have my, uh, my crossbow out. Nice. So if something yeah. comes up the stairs, you're shooting at yeah. it. Okay, got it. I'll come back to that if uh, you have sure. a chance.
5: And so um, you see, uh, he has uh, these these five pound uh, stones. Right. Yes. Right? The, from the I remember. Yeah. Okay. So um, and he can cast catapult. Okay. Um, what I'm wondering is uh, this uh, this big uh, other guy. The is it was he a dwarf?
1: Yeah. So the one dwarf you don't see because he's coming in the doorway behind you, but the one that uh, Eston had made fall into the pit. Um, is was face down he is now standing with three goblins basically pierced into his chest okay
5: um, <laughs> so i'm gonna i'm gonna hurdle i'm gonna hurdle these uh, rocks at him yeah um, or i'm gonna throw one at him anyway i think i can throw one at him yeah and so, absolutely yeah okay so let's uh, let's do that and i guess it's uh i'll do that at a level one and so i can do that 90 feet and it takes uh 3d8 damage
1: oh man okay we'll make an attack roll first or do,
5: yeah uh so that'd be eight so it'll be 12.
1: A 12. Uh, so you hurl this thing over and it just like smashes into this guy's face. And as it does, the rock just like crumbles and hits the ground. And he looks up directly at you, uh, points at you, and starts like, isn't he boof. in a pit? Uh, no, he's, he was in a pit, oh. fell. That wind lifted him up. Goblins pierced into Islai that are stuck in him with their uh, swords. And now he's looking at Uzi, charging towards this hole in the building. Um, Vera.
2: Uh, so I'm going to uh, grab this mask and put it on. Oh, I give you, <laughs> you the sheet. Um, okay. But as I do, I'm going to basically take in a big breath of air and yell in the same dwarven voice that he called out earlier nice. and just say,
0: Galen, she's in
2: the darkness. Nice. Okay, basically I like it. Basically my black shroud. Yeah, yeah. And then I'm going to use this mask to I know there's no water nearby, but there's a shit ton of dead goblins, and I'm gonna start creating a hundred gallons of their blood to start pooling up. Oh my god! <laughs> oh. And it says that I can shape it and move it. Yeah. So what I'm gonna do is actually have it start shaping and spinning like a blender almost in the in the air. Okay. And like as a giant spear, and then launch it at this guy as he's running towards. <sighs> That's Holy like, shit, wow. That's so, like something
1: off of Diablo. Yeah, I was gonna
2: say. <laughs> <giant blunt laughs> you guys, you guys used to always
7: say, I was the dark fucker. <laughs> I'm playing
2: a warlock. I gotta play
1: it off. I oh, love it. Oh, man, that's uh, so good. Let's do that as a standard attack roll.
2: Okay. That's a three. Oh, a three. Oh, like, okay. I advantage because I'm attacking him from darkness. From darkness? Well, I'm in a big bubble of darkness. He's sure, yeah, saying. you can
1: have advantage for that. Thank god.
2: I'm gonna roll on a different dice trick because that one's not helping me what's up six six plus six so 12
1: okay uh who's down there derek and pyrus right yeah okay um so this huge like almost like blood starts like pooling out from under these goblins and sucked into the air turning in this vortex of like this huge spear and you see it just go towards this guy and as he lifts up his hands as this thing's starting to come towards him you see these huge gauntlets that he's wearing that like glimmer with magic as he does it and slams them down in front of him and the blood just dissipates everywhere, making like almost like a huge rush of like a bloody river washing these goblins away. Uh, but Dex, uh, I'm gonna need dext- dexterity checks from Derek and Pyrus.
2: And I assume you need me to make a con save.
1: Yes, uh, for your mask. Six. Six, that's a fail. 18. A 18 is a pass. So you manage to uh, jump up onto the side, hold onto the side of a building. Uh, Derek, you get washed away and get tangled into a bunch of goblin daggers for six points of piercing damage. Um, you were inside... Uh, sorry, not you. This is a podcast. Milo, you're inside um, the palace at the top of the stairs. Yeah. And um, this other... When you were on top of the balcony, you saw the... Uh, the other dwarf running towards you and when he came into view he had this massive hammer like this thing is huge yeah. like think uh, Thor okay. um, and he comes barreling through the door he doesn't even make it through the door like he basically leaves a hole in the side of the building like yeah, okay. Kool-Aid man he's just like oh yeah okay. and comes barreling up the <laughs> stairs you have a chance to make a shot on him because he had readied an action so give me a go ahead and give me an attack roll as this guy like blows through the doorway shattered glass goes flying everywhere Three. Three, Oh man okay um so he looks at you shoot at him and uh same thing he lifts up his hands and this guy's not wearing the gauntlets, and he just holds it up and like puts his arm in the way and the air just goes like straight into it and yeah. he just looks at it lifts up the hammer and as he lifts it up this thing like just starts engulfing in flames like almost electrical flame and just hammers it on the ground uh and this like uh hellfire like just comes tearing through the ground splitting everything in front of it and coming straight up towards you and you need you to make a dexterity check, as this thing does a unreasonable amount of damage. Oh, I'm
7: so dead. I've got four hit points. Left. Well, you oh, don't do. know. well, unless you make a dexterity check. 14.
1: Oh, man. It's a dex 13 save, so I <laughs> issued nine points of fire damage, but you take half that.
7: Okay, so I'm still unconscious.
1: Yeah, but okay, okay so you let uh, this fire comes tearing up towards you, engulfing you in flames. You, The heat overwhelms you, and you hit the ground. You're not totally dead, but okay. as you like, fade, your vision fades out. You see this thing just, like, barreling up the stairs towards you, uh, up towards the open room. Derek, what are you doing? This um, this dwarf that's close to me? Uh, the uh, one with the gauntlets, yes. Yeah. does he have a weapon? Uh, no, he just has the big gauntlets. Just the big gauntlets. Yeah. All right. Um,
6: I am going to attack him, but I'm also going to use, as my bonus action, um, second wind so I can get some hit points back. Okay. So I get 1d10 plus 1 back. Okay. Just so you know. Oh, wow. Big three. Oh, wow. Um,
1: anyways, I'm going to attack him with my longsword. I like it. Go for it. 13. Ooh, 13. Um, so you uh, like lift your sword up, and he sees it come, just catches it into his blade. Uh, I'm going to give him a quick um, strength check against yours to see if he can pull it from your hands. 10. Natural, Natural 20. 20. I'll wow. give you uh, an option to do a bonus attack here. He holds up the blade, tries to catch it. What are you doing?
6: The blade is going to, Has he reaches up to hold it, the blade He's, is actually... It's in his palm right now. Yeah, it's actually going to slide down his arm, okay. and I'm going to attempt to hit him in the collarbone. Okay, uh, just roll for damage. Six plus... Th- uh,
1: three is nine nine man okay wow okay so you managed to like you go to swing he lifts up the thing uh, lifts up his gauntlet for it yeah. uh, and you like just pivot out of the way sliding the sword and slicing all the way down his heart but this huge gash like blood just comes pouring out the side and he goes to one knee and like the one gauntlet, gauntlet looks like it's about to fall off and he quickly grabs it and slides it back on and looks up at you in like this like ridiculous anger he's just like Bruh.
6: looking a little upset there big boy <laughs>
1: Um. Okay. Pyrus. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, that um, was uh, that was nine points of damage. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he's not looking so hot.
3: Okay, I am trying to. I'm gonna cast um uh produce flame again, and I'm hacking it out this guy, but I'm gonna use um again. No, you know what? I'm not gonna do that. I am going to um create a with produce flame a twenty foot uh, yeah a 20 foot uh, radius ball of fire and it's gonna move like as a stream kind of like as like an eel almost and it's gonna like go right into this guy's face I'm trying to like burn this guy's face maybe like blind him or something like that
1: okay I like it um yeah, so basically your, your hope is to like bur- like engulf his face. so he has like a disadvantage to do anything like visually basically, or anything. Yeah. Like I'm trying Temporary to deal damage
3: him. as well as like blind him. Yeah. Or,
1: I like yeah. it. Okay, give me an attack roll. Come on. 10. Ten. Okay. Yeah. The the flames like just engulf him. Uh. But like it's almost like his skin like hardens up. Like it looks like stone as it is. And he just closes his eyes and it's just like, and he like almost shakes it off. Um. You still have a move action.
3: Okay. I am a move action, not a bonus action. Correct. No. Yeah. Okay. Move action. Um. Shit. Then
1: you get those on natural twenties. Yeah.
3: <laughs> then I am. Yeah, making my way toward Derek, I guess.
1: Okay, towards Derek. Uh wait, no, Derek's standing right in front of you. Oh, Derek's standing you right in front of you. You guys are attacking me. the same guy.
3: Okay, then I am making my way toward uh,
6: Milo. You should stay towards me because he has this advantage to hit you because wow. I have a shield. That's true. No, I'm standing
1: with Derek. <laughs> okay, sounds good. Uh Eston.
6: Um so I was
4: aiming for trying to figure out where they were hiding, uh where Caitlin was. Right. Have I got there?
1: Uh, you're up. You've So you've managed to make it up behind this huge dwarf that... So uh, I would have just saw him attack you, Yeah, Milo. you would have seen him come down. The flames shoot up. Mm-hmm. Uh, Milo collapse. Uh, and you're probably 20 feet behind this guy. Uh, you can see him making his way up the stairs to the right, to the east.
4: Okay. If I use my dash, can I get to him?
1: You can get to him without dash.
4: Okay. And I'm just going to charge up to him and uh, try to run my rapier right through his kidneys.
1: Nice. Um, from okay. behind. Yeah, go for that. it. Give me an attack roll. D uh, fifteen. Fifteen hits? Oh.
4: Sweet. Um so I'm gonna take two D6 as bonus for my sneak attack. And yep. Yeah. So eight plus three is eleven.
1: Eleven points of damage? Holy shit. Yeah. Okay. Nice. Um Let me just write down his stat here. This guy was gauntlets.
4: And Okay, so
1: you run up behind him. Uh, Not your full move action. You still have 40 feet, uh, but you drive this thing into him. He roars, lifts up his hammer, and starts spinning around towards you. What are you doing?
4: I'm going (sighs) to, with my offhand, jab my Katar into his other kidney.
1: Nice. Okay. (laughs) He doesn't need that kidney either. Give me an attack roll. He has three kidneys. He's a dwarf. I
4: don't know. uh, Oh, no bonus for offhand, right? Nope. Uh, So 18.
1: 18 to hit? That definitely hits, yeah. You get all the bonuses
2: to hit, but nothing for damage.
4: And when you roll 18 with a Katar... For the attack, you cause blindness.
1: Oh, you have the Pearl Guitar. Yeah. Oh, shit. For three rounds. Oh, my God. (laughs) Nice. Nice. I'm so
3: glad I gave that to you.
1: Oh, my God.
4: And I also get uh, three more hit points of damage.
1: Nice. Okay. Yeah. Uh, So three more hit points. Uh, So he's up to 14 damage so far. Um, so he, like, you pierce this thing into his back, he lifts the hammer, comes, like, barreling around towards you, and just as he turns and opens up the side of his, uh uh other kidney you just like grab this huge katar and like pierce it right into him and you see like uh almost up his veins they go pure white and his eyes like glaze over and he goes ah, and like actually drops his hammer which like falls almost in your lap uh almost holding you down like if this thing had landed on you you would have taken damage for how heavy it is um milo your turn
7: One, death, one one failure. One
1: failure. Ooh. You can hear Milo, you can hear, or uh, Esten, you can hear Milo coughing up blood. He's still like, uh, looks like he's burning a bit, like overheating. You can see the hellfire almost consuming him. Uzi, uh, you were um, in that room with the table, right? You can hear uh, Esten's battle off in the room just behind you on the stairway. What are you doing?
5: Uh, well, I see this big uh, other guy coming at me. He's is, uh, is uh, I'm guessing that I'm watching this guy run at me, and he's about to jump. Up into the window. Oh yes, yeah, uh, oh, the oh. one with the gauntlets. Right. Yes,
1: um, yeah, he's running directly towards you. He he actually pointed you out uh, and is heading in your direction. Yes. And so he,
5: he's he, is he jump is he going to try to jump through the window at me? Is that what is like? Um, is that what I would guessing? Like I'm. I, I mean, it's, it I, looks
1: like a steam train coming straight for you. So whatever you think that means.
5: Well, but I don't know. Like <laughs> I'm, I'm up high.
1: You are not that high. Like you were on ground level.
5: Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Well, for- I mean,
1: like, you know, it may be perched a little bit cuz you're inside <laughs> a building, right? Okay. Okay. Yeah. But you're almost gra- like he could jump in there.
5: Okay, no yeah. problem. Okay. Uh so um as he's coming as he's coming at me, I'm going to I'm going to cast uh what was it? Uh, shatter. Shatter nice, okay? Yeah, yeah. And so yeah, we'll see how that goes. Sounds good. What's the range on that? Thirty feet? Uh, Sixty. Sixty. Okay, that's good. Go for it. So yeah, so he's like. I'm just wondering, is is he like? I want to wait till he's like right close to me.
1: Oh yeah, he'll be on you for sure. Yeah, like, you okay, can good. go ahead and do that. Okay, yeah.
5: cool. Um, and so I'm. I'm what I was actually wondering is, can I cast like, um, can I cast false, uh, or no, sorry, uh, shield before I do that, or is that too?
1: Uh, shield is a uh, spell action, so, so like it would be action, it would be a full yeah. It's not a bonus action, yeah. It's not, oh, sorry.
5: Reaction. Oh, it's a
1: reaction spell. Yeah, actually, so you don't need shield unless something hits you, and then you can say, I'm going to cast shield. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, cool. Yeah, so go ahead, give me a roll. Okay.
5: Uh, We're looking at five. Five to hit? Uh, Yeah, and all nine.
1: A nine? Okay. Um, Yeah, you manage, like, so shatter, it basically is trying to shatter something of, uh, like, a a material type, and you cast it on him, and it looks like it doesn't even do do anything. Like, the the gauntlets he's wearing look like they have, like, kind of a glimmer, and then it just fades, and he shakes it off and just keeps barreling towards you. Uh, You still have a move action.
5: Um, I'm going to start heading towards the roof.
1: Okay, Uh, so back uh, into the other room where where you heard Esten? Yep. Okay, Vera.
5: So there's two giant dwarves.
2: Yes. And both of them are heading towards the building. Yes. Leaving my brother and I out in the dust. Correct. I'm going to try and sprint up to the one that's charging towards... um, Lucy. Boosie. Yep. And I'm just going to get up right beside him so he's suddenly cast in darkness and just keep pace with him.
1: I like it. Okay. So if he's moving
2: towards a wall or what have you, he's just going to crash right into that.
1: (laughs) And you were in uh, in the... alleyway right so you have to use your full or like double like I a was dash right action.
2: beside him like I hit almost hit him oh you did yeah uh, yeah, yeah so, so he's, I mean,
1: he's only 30 feet away him.
2: oh so I'll move right up to him and then I'll hit him in the darkness
1: okay nice um is uh can you hit him and cast darkness
2: darkness is already cast it's on me oh it, it's it, it as follows, you move around yeah
1: okay nice uh yeah go ahead and hit um so you would have advantage in darkness
2: right yeah okay because I can see he can't he can't right um that would be 17 to hit 17 hits okay
1: this guy is not looking too hot
2: good uh, that's four eight damage
1: eight damage what is <laughs> I feel like between Derek and Vera they're always the ones that kill killing blows what does yeah. this look
2: like so I have this large chain like a spiked whip but just like covered in chains like barbed wire yeah so in the darkness I'm gonna actually wrap it up on him like I'm trying to catch up to him I'm just actually using him to, like, pull myself forward, pulling him back and launching myself forward to help with this other fight, tearing his head off. Oh, my God. (laughs) And
1: as you pull that off, he feels the tension around his throat. And just as it starts staring, you can hear him whisper to you, you will never stop, (laughs) Chadris. And that's where we're going to end for episode 13. Oh! (laughs) Oh, Fucker. ah. Damn.